0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Youth Got Next podcast. We are doing the flyover plan of the Wayfinding Bible, and we're on Stop 14. We're marching through this thing. Stop 14. My name is Isaac Sladen, and I am here with... Uh, Youth Pastor Tom, Tom Demers. Either one. Either one. Got got multiple nicknames. Either one works. Yeah, today we're on stop 14 and we're talking about the fall of Jericho. I think this is one of, again, one of the other popular stories of the Old Testament. Veggie Tales called it Josh and the Big Wall. Boom. Yeah. Josh and the Big Wall. That's where we're going to be today. Um, and we were talking before we started filming just about how like you look at the story and you say, like, okay, this is, this is only God. Like, yeah. this is the only explanation you can get from this. And that's where we're going to be today. So
1: uh, the the opening scene here Mm -hmm. is uh, Joshua is a little nervous because it's about time to, you know, go do some uh, war type stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to take out some of the towns of of the promised land Mm -hmm. because they're finally getting into the promised land. Moses has died. Joshua is now in charge and he's a little nervous and they're getting close to the town of Jericho. And he looks up and he sees this man (laughs) with a sword. And he's like, uh, you friend or foe? Yeah. And the man says- His response is amazing. Neither one. I am the commander of the Lord's army. <laughs> you're like, oh. Okay. Okay. Didn't and know. then the commander of the Lord's army tells him to take off his shoes. Go ahead and because take those on shoes off ground. So Joshua is a pretty smart guy. He goes, yeah. so what do you want me to do? <laughs> and wow. What yeah. happens next is just wild. And I
0: even think like- like put put yourself in that spot real quick, like yeah, like you're standing there. I don't know what my response would be when I find that out. Like I, I think his response is great. Like he he like he said, he falls I, down to his he face. Fell He's down. like I'm at your command, which is like yeah. I don't know that my what would your response like be?
1: Well, not to put too fine a point on it, but I think I would have fallen down and probably peed my pants.
0: Yeah, too. For, something along those lines. Yeah, I think yeah, because this is like you you are in the
1: presence of like. Well, here's the cool thing. Whenever you see any indication of holy, yeah, this is what uh, is called a Christophany or a theophany. Mm. So this is the son of God yeah. making himself visible. Mm-hmm. He has, He's not become human yet. He's yeah. not Jesus in the flesh, yeah. but he's visible. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Yeah, Like not a lot of people got to say, yeah, so what did you do today? Oh, well, you know, just <laughs> the usual, and I saw <laughs> the son of God. Yeah. Imagine just the, casual the, the dinner conversation for co- Joshua Conversation that night. That night. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was just yeah. the
0: president of the son of God today. Just no, no big deal.
1: Not that we know that that happened. Okay? Yeah. That's little, not in the Bible. Just, just little, we're, you know, we're just story that, that we're yeah. making up yeah. there.
0: Okay. So fall of Jericho. Once again, I feel like whenever we do these podcasts, I'm the one that like gives like the notes that it gives. Um, but it's just because like. It's so cool. It's so cool. And it's very helpful too, yes. just to give you more insight on like background of what was happening that day, um, background of just like little notes that maybe you didn't think of it that way, new perspective on things. I think, I think it's super cool. Um, but one of the observation points and the one that it has here, um, it, 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 I'll just go ahead and read it. It says this, capturing Jericho involved both religious rituals and military strategy. Mm-hmm. It says military tactics of this time period included besieging the city, circling around it, and blowing the ram's horn as a signal of battle Religious practices included the following behind the ark, a symbol of god's presence using the sacred number seven and its multiples, and shouting to celebrate god's victory. This was a new kind of warfare led by god, and that's that's what we see right here so yeah. what what kind of happens here like as this as this plane Well,
1: I think in the modern day we would use the term shock and awe, yeah right to yeah. describe what's happening, but it's a different kind of shock and mm-hmm. awe than they were used to and I think it's good to remember what we talked about last time, and that is these people who have been wandering around in the wilderness for 40 years have been following a God who makes himself visible in the form of a fiery pillar <laughs> that's always over the tabernacle where they worship. Yeah. And imagine you're the people of Jericho. If you read, it, it tells us they pretty much lock the city down tight. They're yeah. like, we're locked no down. No one's getting in. No one's getting no, out. Nobody's going anywhere. And so when this... Large group of people shows up and they do all of these things that we're about to talk about. It, it's a pretty scary time yeah, because this is what happens. The, the instruction is, all right, now here's what I want you to do. Get your priests, get the Ark of the Covenant. We're going to march around the city. Boom. And we're going to do it one time each day, day and nobody talks. Nothing. Total silence. Just marching. That's it. And then when you're done, you go home. Yeah. So imagine you're you're like living in Jericho. Um, all these people show up, and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. They just march around the city. They're quiet. I would be kind of weirded out. I would be if so I was weirded out. the city walls, like, I'd be like, and your trade has stopped. Yeah. Right? You can't you can't do business. Mm-mm. And I don't know. I'd be like standing <laughs> on the wall going. What are they going to do? What are they doing? And that happened six days in a row. And yeah. you got to wonder if like day six, you know, the newspaper, local paper says, uh, well, day happened six again. of walking around a <laughs> uh, bit, very quiet. Uh, maybe they're almost done. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. These people are weird. Yeah. And then day seven comes. Yeah.
0: And day seven, and I, I'm going to read the, the yeah. verse just you, so I, I, I want to make it. sure I, I get it right. Day seven comes and it says this, on the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn And marched around the town as they had done before, normal seventh day, six days in a row, six days in a row. Here's the seventh day in a row. This time switches. It says, but this time they went around the town seven times. Yes, not just once. You're done. You go home. Boom, did it for the day. March seven, seven times. That had to be like a pretty like. That's a lot of walking. Hefty amount of walking, especially
1: if you're the priest carrying the ark of the covenant. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're
0: doing that a lot. And then the verse after that, verse 16 says, "This the seventh time around." As the priests sounded the long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, shout for the Lord has given you the town. Verse 17, Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and the others in her house will be spared for she protected our spies.
1: And what we don't see here, but you just mentioned it, is before they actually did this invasion, Mm -hmm. Joshua sent two spies and Rahab protected them, which is why her family gets to live. Yeah. So, seven times, and at the end, massive shouts, massive amounts of noise happen. And then the walls fall down, boom, which opens up the city for them the to, go to go in and take and capture. And everything. Now, here's the wild thing everybody, everything is destroyed. Yeah. And I know we struggle with that, right? Because, like, how can God allow these people to be mm-hmm. destroyed? Remember, they had been disobedient for many generations. Yeah. And this was their judgment and God used Israel to do that. But one of the wild things is usually in war, if you are the winner, Mm -hmm. you like, you get to take all of the stuff, you know, like I get all of your gold, Mm -hmm. all of your silver, all of your clothing, all of your outfits, all your pots, whatever you have, I get it all. Yeah. God said, don't take anything, just leave it there, burn the city. And it's basically a kind of an offering to God, Mm. like, Basically saying, okay, first city we take, uh, we're going to trust that you'll let us keep doing this. Mm. And the only people that made it out alive from Jericho yeah, was Rahab and her family. Who helped. And then, just to kind of put the icing on the cake... <laughs> Joshua says, oh, by the way, anybody who rebuilds this city, we're going to put a curse on curse. them. Curse. A curse on them. And the curse is basically this. If you rebuild the town, then your firstborn son will die. Mm-hmm. And if you lay a foundation for it, then your youngest son will die if you set up the gates. Not so like, No matter what you do, you're losing family mm-hmm. members. And the wild thing to me later on, like not in this story. Yeah. Some man does that. <laughs> Imagine you're his oldest son. Uh, Dad, what are Thank you doing, you, Dad? Yeah, what, w- what are you, are you doing? doing? Yeah, sorry, bud, had to do it. That's wild. So here we are. um How do you think you would have felt if you were there as an Israelite that yeah. day, right? You yeah. know, you've been walking around the city for yeah. seven days, yeah, and you're like, I know God's real. I know. Well, yeah. What is I happening? I want to trust Him. I, I, what I is want happening? To. He's
0: told me to do this. What is happening? I think I would have been. I feel like towards the end of like maybe like day five or six, I would mm-hmm. have that mindset of like, okay. You told us to do this. We're getting like close to the end here like are you sure you're going to you're going to come through? And then whenever I hear, all right, we're not just doing it once. We're about to do seven times that. We're doing the seven. I'd be like something's are happening Are you kidding me right now? Like so, something's up, but I I would but be what? filled with like yeah. okay, I, this something's about to happen because this is more than what we've done. Um and but then I I probably would have had a sense of like wow, like yeah, seeing the scene happen of the loud shout, the walls falling down, them taking the city, like an element of, okay, wow, God is really leading us, guiding yes. us, being obedient to him is worth it. But also just like, th- it's its a crazy scene, like
1: to picture a city crumbling down. Like, yeah. And there's been a lot of people who try to explain what happened from mm-hmm. a natural perspective. I don't yeah. think you can or should. No, no. God caused the walls this to fall. This is God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you How? see that. Doesn't really matter. And it happening in
0: the, like we talked earlier, in the strategy that he used. Yeah. This was different than what people were normally doing. So there's his element right there. Yes. You see him working in the city actually happening. Because they, s- they don't fight. No. They just are it's, there. They're just there and it, yeah. it happens. And
1: Rahab's house stays. Yes. Natural Insane. phenomena, all
0: levels. No. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. This is this, this is is a wild. God. How would you have felt? I'll ask you that.
1: Uh... Well, especially since they had yet to go into the land. Yeah. I'd be like, what is happening right mm-hmm. now? And what can this God that I worship actually do? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe I'm missing out on something. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's like that part of it. Yeah. Now, if I was in the city of Jericho, I would, I would have been afraid. Oh yeah. And then the reality is I would have been dead. So yeah. it wouldn't have matter. I think the cool thing is <laughs> Rahab believed God. Mm. And what we'll see when you read through scripture, she actually ends up being in the line of Christ. Mm. How cool is that? Sometimes you may think, oh, you know, I don't know. I've done some bad stuff Mm. and I don't know if God can use me. Well, God used Rahab. what he does here. Because she trusted that he was who he said he was. Mm. And so she goes from being a part of the city of Jericho to being one of the people of Israel. That's good. And then actually becomes a part of the line of the Messiah. I don't think it gets any cooler yeah, no, than that. No. Like I'm Jesus, great, 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 great grandmother.
0: <laughs>
1: That's amazing. Wow.
0: I love how you said too, like, maybe you think God can't use you. Yeah. We see here, you never know what God can do through one act of being obedient yes. to him. Yes. Whatever that looks like for you, again, we we don't know what that looks like for you who are watching, but you do. Yeah. Um and and yeah. if you don't, ask God to show you and he will. If yes, you ask will. and believe he that he will, definitely. he'll show you. Um and so I like how you connected that. You'll never know what God can do through one act of obedience. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well,
1: we are done with our flyover of episode Mm fourteen, the fall of Jericho. Yeah, follow us, like, listen, check out our other podcasts. You can see us on YouTube. Yeah, share this with people. Share it. Message it to them. Comment down below. YTH.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. See you next time. Until next time.